Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, how's it going uh, today? Good morning. Going well, going well. Middle of February now, and uh, winter is in full steam in New Hampshire. <laughs> What's it like there? Well, I tell you again, we taped this early, but you know, this this past weekend we had what did they call it? The Nor- Bromogenesis, the, the nor'easter, uh, the nor'easter, whatever. the bomb. <laughs> they call it the bomb. It was pretty crazy. We didn't get actually where we're at. I would say it's really hard to tell. We got maybe eight inches, so not a lot, but it was so. Uh, like when we plowed the driveway out, it felt like six or seven inches there. When I went to dig out the hot tub, it felt like two feet because the wind had been so strong that the drifts were crazy. However, just an hour south of us, Caleb um, down at Gordon mm-hmm. um, in Winham, Mass, they had 21 inches and Boston got over two feet. Um, so it was it was a pretty crazy weekend, a lot of digging out. A lot of snow blowing and then crazy cold temperatures afterwards so and then y'all you know, another storm coming up this weekend so just uh it, it is winter in new england this is how it goes this is why you see so many new englanders on february vacation go south and get warm and then again on april vacation go south and get warm so <laughs> what's the uh what's the temperature like up there um you know what let me look and i will tell you today what it is um it is currently two degrees oh no no that was that was yesterday's or this morning so now it's all the way it's up to 30 now so this morning it was two degrees felt like negative eight heat heat wave it is up to a balmy 30. it's funny though because it's all relative when it does this you know yesterday afternoon it got up to like 27 and i went out and walked the dogs without a coat it felt phenomenal because we weren't, there was no wind chill factor, and all of a sudden that felt like a heat wave. So, you know, it's all relative. <laughs> it's yes. all relative. Yeah. You know this. Colorado's no foreigner to. <laughs> no, no, we get uh, we, cold weather. We've had snow twice last last week, and then we're going to have again tomorrow. Uh, another storm coming in, but actually, you know, we're actually happy because we need we need moisture. Uh, yeah. And the nice thing about Colorado, a little bit different from where you are, um, it snows. Uh, within a day, it's usually the roads are all completely dry. Yeah. Uh, and so there's not any issues, lingering issues. Right. And then within a few days, down in Denver, remember we're on the uh, the elevation we have. It's called it's called Mile High City. Right. Because we're at 5280 is the is where we start. Right. Uh, my house. Uh, we live in Castle Rock. We're one of the highest points. Uh, in along the Front Range, literally, and particularly in Castle Rock, but we're at uh, elevation about 6,800 feet. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So we we get more snow, generally speaking, because it's going to be a little bit right. colder and it comes over the mountain. Uh, but uh, because of where we are, it's called below snow line. So snow hmm. line is about 
uh, I think around 8,000 feet, which, okay. mean, which means you're up into the mountain. So that's why the ski resorts, mm-hmm. their snow stays because they're above snow line. Right. Uh, well, we're below snow line. So um, we'll have the snow. It'll be there. It could even be literally a foot or so. Within a few days, it's literally gone. Wow, and it's now, warm because so we're, we're, ba- we're back. We're back. We're back to we're back to fifty, sixty degrees during wow. during the day, um, and we don't have. We w- it would be rare, and once in a while we do. We'll have two or three or four days of cold. What we would call cold would be right. You know, ten degrees or or less. Right. Uh, once in a while we get that, but generally speaking, we'll get the cold, get the snow next couple of days it's back to being 40 50 yeah. 60 degrees so and i know that's now different our, than you our road crews are phenomenal so yeah. i mean as soon as it stops snowing you can get out there in new hampshire and they've they've got you covered so it doesn't have to slow you down except in the middle of the the conditions yeah um so they're good but once the once it gets on the ground you can pretty much count on not seeing grass again until spring <laughs> right. and we hit the mud season when it all melts off at the same time and it gets a little ugly <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, well, we were, we were talked about. We actually had a good question last time about is the covenant real, mm-hmm. and what? Yeah, that's se- a fascinating it, question. It, it, I se- like that. it seems like you know some people you know even in scripture didn't experience it, um, but we you know we talked about that. Uh, the one thing that you know, and again, we're in Psalm one forty five as we're summarizing this series of overcoming worry, fear, and anxiety uh, is is why can we overcome it because God will overcome it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say that I, I absolve you or remove you or even just come in and, and don't have you experience trouble, difficulty, things that, that you are going to say, Right. I wonder about this. Uh, what's going to happen to this? Uh, particularly for the broader Christian community because, um, and I, and I see this a lot and I hear this a lot, is well, you talk about God resolving it, but I have a lot of friends or a lot of people in the church. I don't see it resolved for them. Matter of fact, it just seems to get worse. Right. Um, so what what do you mean by that? Um, well, again, remember, it's it's life with God. And he says, this happens in my kingdom. Right. And it's uh, by invitation. And it's by invitation. we have to actually accept the invitation. He says, everybody, I, I offer it to everybody. So I'm, he says, and, and he even says mm-hmm. this in scripture, He's not partial. Uh, right. In all the promises, this is in Second Corinthians chapter 1, all the promises of Christ are yes. Yes and amen. For everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will resolve this. Uh, but you have to come, uh, seek me, uh, surrender your will to mine. We talked about going through Gethsemane. Uh, and uh, let me guide you because let me be the king and I have an answer for you. And by the way, I will absolutely 100% resolve this issue that you've got in reality. Uh, so it's not you're not going to be lingering with, I need to put up with this. No, you don't. Uh, God says, let me resolve it. And, and this, is, <laughs> this is, remember, we're part of life and, and we've experienced this. Uh, you get resolution. You, and we say you're going you're gonna to testify of my mighty wondrous deeds. Right. <laughs> and then he says, guess what? You got another one. Right. And, and then you got another one. Because that's life, see? So it's not mm-hmm. like, okay, hallelujah, got it resolved, and now I'm um, I'm never going to have... Now I'm on easy street. I'm yeah. easy street. It's, 
It's no, you're going to be in a world that's going to constantly throw stuff at you. Mm -hmm. uh, and we need God to resolve them all, which he says, I don't want you to go to you figuring this out, making it worse, uh, and living in fear, worry, and anxiety, but rather learn to come to me. Because guess what? I'm going to resolve it. Um, and we can trust it. Uh, so that if, we, if we, we've experienced that, you've experienced that, um, all we can tell people is it's real, it's a promise, you can trust it. And what we would like to help you do is how do you get there? How do you get to that place? And the simplicity is, uh, what do you have to say about this? Right. Um, what instruction do you have for me? What wisdom? And by the way, it's given step by step by step. Uh, we just we just did a retreat uh, of uh, a group in Denver, um, and they've uh, they've learned abiding, they've learned discerning God's will. We did it. We did this. Uh, addendum to God's will, which was taking Bible characters and say, here's how it worked for them. So we could, we could demonstrate that to them. <clears throat> and we spent a lot of time on their stuff. Uh, and interesting enough, <laughs> you know, what, what stuff do they want to spend time on? The stuff that's difficult. Right, uh, right. The things that are, boy, this doesn't seem to be working. I wonder what, how's this going to work? I got a big decision. Uh, I want to I follow God's will. And, and what God says is, well, remember, it's step by step by step. Um, uh, I, he says, and, and this is you and I have talked about this. See, from his perspective, he says we are his inheritance. Um, he loves being with us, right. which is in a way why he does it step by step by step. Mm -hmm. Because if we and, and part of the problem that, that the group had was they were leaping to answer. Just give just me the, the solution. Just give yeah. me the answer. Um, and it wasn't happening. Um, mm -hmm. And God says, yeah, because I want to spend time with you. I and want I, the journey. And yeah. I want you to walk with me and enjoy the journey mm -hmm. as I deliver things. It will get resolved. And by the way, when I resolve that one, guess what? You got a few more that mm -hmm. you'll be on the journey of. And that's the way life's going to be. Uh, but they could testify already. They could say, yeah, I could, I could understand that. And they, they, they gave witness, bore witness to, yeah. We had an issue, God resolved it. We had an issue, God resolved it. You know, do you recognize that that's what he wants to do all the time? Uh, and trust him uh, that, he, that he goes there. So uh, he tells us, uh, you know, how beautiful this is. Uh, uh, and he makes a statement we've talked about that, uh, you know, my kingdom is everlasting. Uh, you shall speak of the glory of the kingdom. You will tell of the mighty deeds uh, uh, because uh, it's true. Um, and if you will, go back to uh, uh, verse 14 in Psalm 145 and just read 14 through the end of the uh, chapter and we'll talk, we'll talk a little bit about what he says here as we conclude this series. But go ahead and read sure. that. Uh, the Lord upholds. <clears throat> the Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand, you satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desire of those who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. The Lord preserves all who love him, but the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord and let all the flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. Yeah. Um. So um, he says he's going to uphold those 
who fall, and it's implying, well, yeah, you're you're gonna, uh, you would like our heart would be, oh, just just keep me on a nice easy path, right, and never have me fall down, never have me stumble, never never mm-hmm. have me have difficulty. Uh, he says, no, I'm gonna uphold you, and you are gonna fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna raise up those who are bowed down. Uh, the eyes of all look expectantly to you. Uh, and he says, um, you satisfy the desire of every living thing. Uh, and then he says it down there. He says, I will fulfill the desire of those who fear him. And we'll talk about that. Okay, now when you're in trouble and you're experiencing something that you have worry, fear, and anxiety about, what what is your desire? For it to be resolved. Yeah. <laughs> is yeah. That, is For it that, to go away. <laughs> uh, and see, he doesn't say... Two things. He doesn't say deny it. Mm-hmm. Well, I should just put up with it, uh, and I'm going to just kind of ignore mm-hmm. what's really happening. But interesting enough, your heart will not let you. So, right. And you really can't. Uh, you can mm-hmm. try to, which is where a lot of people go. Is well, I'll just, I'll just say, I guess I should just accept this, mm-hmm. um, and I won't even think about it. I'll try not to think about it. And he doesn't say that. He says, Yeah, I want you to bring it up. It's real, um, and you have this reaction to it. It's okay uh, that you have it. The second thing he says is, <laughs> and this is where um, I, I see a lot of people, and I work with a lot of people, uh, they pray. Mm-hmm. God, just make it so I don't have this trouble. Uh, right. Just take it just away. Just take it away. Take That's, it away. We've heard that a lot with COVID, right? Yeah, with just COVID. Just take it away. Just, just take it away. Uh, so, you know, you're sovereign, you're powerful, you're able. So just solve the problem, uh, even in a, in a global way, of mm-hmm. uh, just, you know, uh, don't have it. And as I've talked to people, particularly about COVID, is, uh, and I just listened to a, a, I listened to a podcast about, about coronavirus, um, and they reiterated that a uh, couple things. <laughs> we, we've had it for a century. Coronavirus has been here every single year, and every single year it mutates. Right. Um, and they said, you know, yeah, we're we're experiencing. Uh, they said, interesting enough, uh, there we're experiencing a lot of people around the world getting this Omicron. Right. Uh, but it mutated, and by the way, it's going to mutate again. And they said, don't let the system define it for you that this is a death. Uh, uh, you know, virus. It's not. It's coronavirus. Guess what? It's going to migrate. It's going to mutate again. Right. We'll have it again next year, because um, that's the way it's always been. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, when people say, you know, get rid of COVID, and God says, well, no, you're in a world that has coronavirus, and just like you know, and I try to help people with this, is that, well, if you ask them to just get rid of that. Then why don't you keep going? Right. And ask them to get rid of heart disease, and and ask them to get rid of lung disease, and get rid of mm-hmm. cancer, and you know, I mean, come on. If if you're going to ask them to take care of that, well, why don't you just have them clean it all up? Right. Uh, and of course, God's answer is no. You live in a wicked world. Adam and Eve mm-hmm. handed over the authority of that world to Satan, who still has it. Mm-hmm. It's entropy, disease, sickness, illness, virus. Uh, is still going to be there. So he said, as you're experiencing trouble, he says, uh, don't ask me to globally 
just remove all trouble from the world because uh, that's not going to happen until the very end. Right. Uh, you're going to be, in, and that's why Jesus said, in the world you're going to have trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he says, I will satisfy uh, the desire of every living thing. Um, I'm going to fulfill the desire of those who fear him. Uh, so again, he says, what is your desire? Well, I got an issue, I got a problem, I got something that's causing me uh, trouble. I, I'm looking to you to resolve it. He says, I will. Mm-hmm. I'll resolve it for you and I'll do it supernaturally and I'll get, right. you, I'll get you to the right place at the right time. Uh, and so I'm gonna speak to this and I'm gonna have you follow my instruction to, to receive there and he says, uh, who are the people that are going to have this happen to? He says, uh, those who call upon him, because we know who to call on. I got, a, I got right. a problem. I'm calling on you to take care of it. Uh, he says, to all who call upon me uh, in truth. Uh, okay, what is it? Well, your will, not mine. There's a truth about that. Let me, let me surrender to that and show me the truth. Uh, and the uh, the. So that's inst- actually talking about seeking His truth. Seeking His truth. Uh, mm-hmm. Call upon me in truth, seeking the truth. What is the truth? Mm-hmm. What's happening here? What do you have to say about this? Uh, you know, what do you ha- what do you have to do so that, you know, like I think I talked about this in our business. You know, we we have to deal with state pharmaceutical boards, mm-hmm. um, and we have ones that are kind of op- opposing, uh, and they're right. not ra- they're not rational and. And there's a problem there um, because it prevents us from doing certain things if the board doesn't sanction what you say. And when you have opposition, it's not like, well, you know, just take care of it. It's, well, what do you have to say about this? And what is your instruction to what you want us to pray, believe, take a step, write this letter, go show up at a hearing? Um, What is it that you're saying about that? Uh, and we're calling to him. In other words, what's the truth? And to see, the truth is is unique. It's not universal. Like, well, right. just solve all the state board issues. Well, each right. one each one is unique. Mm-hmm. There's a truth about that. He can be very specific in how he leads you. It'll be, in it'll that. be very yeah. specific. Let me guide you with the right attorney, with the right approach. With I, I will resolve it. And of course, mm-hmm. when we're in the middle of it. Well, yeah, but it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not getting resolved. I'm gonna trust me. I've got a timing to this. I've got truth to mm-hmm. this. Uh, call, call out to me in truth. I'm gonna desire. I'm gonna fulfill a desire of those who fear me. And fear me means I believe what you have to say. Right. Um, and it will happen. I'll. Uh, what's my desire? Resolve this mm-hmm. for me in my situation. Um, and he says, I'll hear your cry. And save you. Um, remember, I'm going to preserve you. And the word there is resolve things for you. Uh, the wicked, the wicked meaning I'm not, I don't have a heart to follow God. I'm going to destroy them. I'm going to take care of that. Uh, don't worry. Uh, mm-hmm. Because that's where a lot of the opposition comes from wickedness. Right. Pe- people who uh, don't have, they, they have power and they're going to exercise that power. And they're not following God. And they're yeah. not following God and they're coming against us. And God says, don't worry, um, I'm going to take care of them. And they're mm-hmm. cursed because they don't have a heart to me. By the way, the remedy uh, for reversing the curse is, is what? Repentance. Repentance. Yeah. So uh, 
I'd like you, Rich, to pray. Don't don't get. Remember, you're not dealing with flesh and blood. You're dealing with powers and principalities, and there's things behind it that are prompting them to be self-centered and against you. Right. Uh, now, if they continue and they don't have a heart to follow, they're going to get destroyed. Uh, mm-hmm. You can count on it. Now, your prayer would be that they would see the light and repent, because if they do, they can reverse the curse and be blessed and step right. into the place that you're, you've step stepped into. into restoration, into. yeah. They can be restored uh, themselves. Uh, so uh, trust me, you know, I, I'm going to do this. Uh, and he said, I will satisfy the desire of everything mm-hmm. all the time, every time, as you fear me as you trust me as you believe me and you walk with me and you're and how do you do that he said well (laughs) call out so and when he says call out when he's implying that you're in trouble what are you calling out what are you saying when you call out you're calling out and asking him what do you have to say about this it's crying out to him for his wisdom and his insight and everything yeah i can't do this what you're saying is i can't do this on my own Mm-hmm. left alone in the natural, which is why we go to worry, fear, and anxiety, right. it probably is going to be a negative outcome or, mm-hmm. or a worse outcome or something I could see happen that in the natural is going to happen. And he says, yeah, I know. Uh, that's why I need you to call out to me and seek me. And that's why he says you'll, you'll testify of my mighty, miraculous deeds because I'll do it, um, right? And you and you can trust me that I'll do it. Uh, so that um, uh, I just have uh, an individual that as a friend of the ministry, um, and he had um, uh, contracted a stage four cancer. This is like twelve years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and a stage four cancer is it's, it's called metastasize. And it's right. gone. It's gone into your lymph kind of nodes. Spread everywhere. And it's right. spread throughout yeah. your body. And the at that moment, the natural. Mm-hmm. The, even the doctors say, "Well, <laughs> this is it." <laughs> yeah, this is it. And you know, you got. We don't know how long you got to live, but we'll try to make it as easy as possible. Um, mm-hmm. But if you've reached that stage, the chances of you being healed is in their in their mind slim and none. Because in the natural, you don't. Well, this individual uh, went to, uh, and he gathered, and this is, remember, what we talked about is the inner circle. Right. uh, Your sacred assembly. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you have trouble, particularly when it looks like the outcome is, (laughs) this will never work. Right. Uh, Well, call out the God, but you do that together. And you call your sacred assembly. You call right. your with you, other people who want to seek God with you. Who have a heart to seek God. Yeah. Uh, and so it wasn't that we went into it and well, um, we're just going to assume that God's going to heal you because again we we could say well this 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 could be the way that you transition. Uh, remember we talked about martyrdom yesterday and and death that. Well, God could say, and I've heard. At some I've had, point, it will come. I've had God say this to certain situations where people are sick or, or whatever. He said, "Well, actually, um, I'm bringing you home." Well, you don't pray that He's healing because He said, "I'm not gonna." Uh, right. There's going to be a moment where no, you're you're going to come home, and 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 He could be saying that, and so we went into it together with, "Well, what do you have to say about this?" Including, "Are are you taking him home?" Right. Um, and he said, no, I'm going to heal it. 
uh, and I'll I'll completely heal it. And and remember when <laughs> when he says healing, he doesn't say I'll make it so you feel a little bit better. He uh, says heal. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna remove mm-hmm. the cancer from the body. Um, mm. Okay, so. Um, uh, we pray about that, and we say, we believe it. Give us the faith to believe it. You spoke it. We're coming around this person. We're going to stand with them. Hey, the question we said to him, do you believe it? Right. Um, and he processed it. Yeah, you know, it's a little bit of a struggle, but I'm willing to receive it, and he stayed with it. And, and yes, I believe it. His wife believed it. We believed it. He got healed. <clears throat> uh, mm. Completely healed. And, and, of course, you can... You know, physically uh, and, and uh, medically, he would go and got tested. Right. So it wasn't even, well, uh, yeah, he healed me, but he really didn't. It's, well, did, did you really heal me? Right, right. And he really got tested and he got healed. There's no no, no, no cancer anywhere in his sight. Okay, so mm. here it is. Uh, I think it's t- 12 years later, 12, 13 years later. Uh, and he calls me up and says, um, hey, it's it's uh, reoccurred. Mm. Uh, I've got I've got some things that have reoccurred. Uh, I said, well, what have you learned? Cry out. Right. Call your sacred assembly. Ask God what He has to say about it. Let's go. Let's go ask Him again. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, and remember, we're we're you know and he's he's older now. Mm-hmm. So we could, he, he guy could just be saying, "Well, yeah, but I'm taking you home." And but we just said, and "What this it, is how?" Yeah, we're gonna call out. We got a problem here, um, mm-hmm. and what do you got to say about that? And God comes again and says, "I'm gonna heal it again." Wow. Now, by the way, it's not even. It's just stage one. It's just. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of there, you know. And uh, I'm gonna heal it again. Um, and last time. It was completely supernatural, so there wasn't even any therapy mm. that took place. Wow. He, he was supernaturally healed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we said, and again, this is key as you, as you process God's uh, resolution, you don't even say, well, because you did it before, you know, I'm assuming you're doing I'm that assuming, again, right? Right, because again, you have to ask, okay, how? What's my next step? Yeah, what do you have to say now? What, what do you have to say now, and what's our step? And um, it was, I'm going to heal you. Uh, well, what do you have to say? How? What do you want me to do? He says, there's a therapy that I want you to take. And that, with my, with my power, is going to heal you. And so be faithful to that. So he, he does. Um, and uh, he's got to go to a, uh, you know, a cancer uh, center, and he's got to get this therapy. And they said, you know, probably will give you six or seven of these, and it should take care of it. Uh, so come and be faithful. And God, and God says, yep, go and be faithful. So <laughs> uh, this is just recent. Um, he's finished his third one. Okay. And he says, and they test him every time. Right. He says, they came to him and said, it's over. It's done. You're out. It's it's all taken care of. Wow. Don't you don't need to come back for the fourth, fifth, sixth one, seventh one. Mm. You're done. Uh, you're you're completely free of, of cancer again. Uh, and what I, and what God said 
And this time he said, I want you to do it this way. Uh, but he prowled the same thing. Didn't go to worry, fear, and anxiety. I mean, it certainly concerned him. Right. Uh, well, you know, this <laughs> this isn't pleasant. <laughs> right. And it's uh, natural that it would concern him. Yeah. But and, that's the invitation to go to God. And he didn't get discouraged. He didn't go to, how could you possibly, after I've been healed, mm-hmm. have this come back? He's learned, well, I got a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a little concern here. I've got a little fear. I've got a little worry. Uh, what do you have to say about it? Mm-hmm. And he says, here's my answer. Here's what I want you to do. He does. He lived in uh, release from the fear, worry, and anxiety because he had already experienced what God had mm-hmm. said. And he didn't presume the answer of what God was going to do. Right. It's, well, what do, you, what do you have to say about this time? Uh, now, he's getting older. Uh, there's going to be a moment. And this is what our conversation is kind of yesterday is, you know, whether it be the cancer or something else, he gets, you know, gets an illness or sickness. You know, what do you say about that? God's going to say, well, actually, <laughs> I'm bringing you home. Um, and see, that's going to be true for all of us. So we can't, right. us, we can't presume healing and say, well, of course, God's going to heal you. I mean, if that's true, I mean, if you think about the simplicity of that, mm-hmm. if God healed all the time, everybody forever well we'd live forever right he says well that that's not so uh there's a moment where i'm not going to heal you i'm going to i'm going to bring you home um okay uh, and by the way at that moment he says what rejoice mm-hmm. and paul says hey to me i to, have great to, things ahead for you <laughs> yeah to die is gain that's great with me no problem with me let's rejoice right. let's celebrate you know the, the life of it so but in this case it was no i'm going to heal you and he did he's doing it again uh by him following the process. Mm-hmm. Um, God said, I'm going to satisfy your desire. Uh, you got a problem. What's your desire? What are you going to do to resolve this? Come to me. Trust me. Listen to me. Process with me. Get people around you. Uh, what we call the, what we're calling the sacred assembly or your inner circle, and this ideally would be your spouse and your family, and then your your close friends. Uh, that we come together, and and we're going to lift you up, not with a presumptive prayer. God, would you make sure it's what do you have to say? Right. Let us hear it. And by the way, if there's sin in the camp, or there's a roadblock, uh, or you know, you shared about uh, Justin and. Uh, uh, Andrea, mm-hmm. uh, that, that were on the podcast last week on the 10th, um, they learned abiding. And one of the things God said, and they had already ex- <coughs> experienced, <coughs> you know, some really wonderful things in their life. But he said, hey, by the way, honey, uh, you're carrying unforgiveness in your heart. Right. If you want to experience the fullness of life, I need to you resolve. you got to let me work this. you got to yeah. let me work this. And, of course, she, okay, uh, she received it processed it through, abided through it, and received it. Because, see, God, our, our, our desire, mm-hmm. and this is, this is going to be important as we try to understand this. we got a problem. What's our desire? Take care of it. Resolution <laughs> right away. Yep. Um, he says, I'll do it, mm-hmm. but I'm going to walk you into it. And while I'm walking you into it, he says, my desire, and this is from God mm-hmm. speaking to us, is to give you life and give it to you super abundantly so that if there's something right. going on in your heart 
uh, and you you know you're experiencing this uh, with Dan you know has had a little bit of a prolonged process with COVID and God spoke something you know hey I'm trying to show you something through this mm-hmm. do you have a heart to receive it right yes I do uh, so it's not like you know we'll just take care of it God says well my desire I am going to take care of it I'm going to satisfy right. your desire but in the meantime there's, there's something in the process there's I'm something yeah. that's going on in your life that I'm using this to bring attention to mm-hmm. do you have a heart to receive it uh, and right. let and my desire see is to give you freedom so that mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people who say you know I can't imagine how come God hasn't resolved my problem so far mm-hmm. uh, and I said well have you heard you know what he had to say Right. Um, even even sometimes, yeah, I've heard what he had to say, but I want him to resolve it, and then I'll then I'll process it. Right. And he right. says he says, no, I'm not going to release you from this until you process what I've been giving you, uh, which mm-hmm. could be around forgiveness, or could be around trust, or could be around uh, uh, something that I'm asking you to to receive. And I'm and he says, I love you too much. To let it go, because if I and did, to leave you in that place. Yeah, yeah. See, if if I resolved your issue without you letting me resolve what I have for your heart, mm-hmm. um, you'll go off with that damaged heart. Right. Uh, and in fact, even you know, when you were talking yesterday about covenant, blessed to be a blessing, part of that as he resolves it that is a blessing that then we take forward and bless others with as we walk them through how he resolved and how you know how they lean into him to have their problems resolved yeah you know yeah and when you say that uh describe that a little bit further so what what are you exactly talking about there about well through my processing and him resolving it for me i then become a blessing to somebody else how does that how does that work yeah well, on several levels, sometimes it's simply, you know, I think about when in my ladies group on Tuesday when we'll share very openly about different things that we are abiding on and that that God is um, teaching us and resolving and, and the journey of the whole thing. And sometimes what we share truly is simply an encouragement to somebody else that ends up kind of getting banked. Um, I said, you know, they put it in their back pocket and then it, it is resurfaced when God wants to use that as a true teachable moment for them and it'll come back up. But there are other times when literally somebody's in the middle of something and we can come alongside and, and say, I have I have experienced something extremely similar to this and I know that God can meet you in this place. You know, I had a friend who um, lost her, her mother recently. And so having walked through grief and knowing God yeah. is comforter, yeah. I am better equipped to lead her not to... I mean, yes, I comfort her as being a friend, but it's really to take her to his feet and introduce her to him as comforter, because I know how he met me. I can take her to the scriptures and let and and show her, you know, and let him meet her in that place. But it's because I've experienced it. Yes. And so sometimes, like I said, it's it's something that you tuck away in your pocket and it comes back up and it's it's, you bank it for a little while. And other times it's literally um, just a complete flow through. I have experienced this. And so I'm going to walk beside you in the mess and keep coming to the Father's feet because I believe for you that he's going to resolve this. Yeah. And, and let's go together. Right. You know. Right. Um, and that that's how it works. And in, in terms of you giving it away, being a blessing is that, um, well, you experienced him mm-hmm. in a beautiful way about something very specific in, right. your, in your life. Um, 
well, there's other people experiencing similar, like you say, similar things. Right. And God see brings them across our path. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they may not, and a lot of times for me, it's just, uh, you know, they're just speaking. I'm struggling. Right. I'm struggling with. I'm having this issue. Uh, woe is mm-hmm. me. Uh, I'm sad. I'm this. I'm that. Um, and see, God says, "Well, hey, Rich, uh, you know something about this, right? Um, would you be willing to uh, say to them, I understand. Uh, I know you're in fear, worry, and anxiety, uh, and I know because of what's happened in my life and others that I've seen." that God will restore this, resolve this for you. And uh, I'll walk with you, like you say, let me walk with you. So it's not that I have an answer for her uh, or him. I don't have that answer. I don't I don't know how. I can't say this is like like the guy that just got the revisiting of, of cancer. Right. I, I can't say, oh, well, of course. Um, you just pray and God will take care. It's, no, let's go together. Let's go seek him. What does he have to say about this? What is his instruction? Um, I'm going to walk with you through it, but I'm doing it out of the life that I've experienced. I'm not saying, yeah, I doubt if that'll happen. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and well, you know, yeah, I guess you're going to suffer, and that's that's God's will. And uh, uh, it's no, let's let's go to, together. Um, and the resolution. And this is what I've, I've, you know, just would like to share with everybody is it's clever, it's, it's different, it's, it's unique, uh, mm-hmm. and it's based upon, and this is important, it's based upon other people's free wills. So that um, if, you know, like for example, we have these, these uh, boards, pharmaceutical boards, some people are, are uh, heading them up, and they're really, they're power hungry. And you, and you so pre- that's going to impact things. You yeah. present, you present. You know, here's the truth. Here's what we're doing. We're, we're happy to cooperate with you. Um, and because they're power hungry, it's like I don't care. I'm going to come against you anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's not how I thought it was going to be resolved. <laughs> right, right. But given, see, given their free will, mm-hmm. you know, God invited that person to say, "Would you be reasonable?" No. Okay, Father, now what do you have to say about that? He said, I'll bring you solution. Now, I've got to tell you more wisdom. I've got to tell you the next step based upon what just happened. Um, so that it's always, what about now? And and what, what uh, I'm not going to try to presume and or say, well, God, just change it. He says, well, that, that guy's not changing. Uh, or you know your 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 family that you're having trouble with, nah, they're not gonna they're not gonna stop hurting you. Right. Uh, but let me resolve it in in a unique way, and I'm gonna get you to freedom. I'm gonna get you mm-hmm. to resolution based upon what? And that's what he says in here. You keep pursuing the truth. Yeah. Well, what's the truth? What's the truth? Um, knowing he says I'm gonna satisfy, fulfill your desire, which is what resolution. Um, and you'll and you'll rejoice at that. Uh, there's no time frame to it. Right. Uh, there's no absoluteness in terms of steps that you always follow these steps. It's it's uh, as we're trying to summarize uh, this session uh, that we've been going through. It's it's it is going to happen. <clears throat> you can trust me. Come to me. Walk with me. Bring others with you. Uh, trust the covenant. 
uh, trust the process, uh, I'm going to fulfill it, and walk with me. And, and uh, Kathy and I uh, are saying to you, if you have something very specific, even now, that you're not sure of, uh, which is, by the way, what, what I did, Linda and I did with our, our retreat last weekend, is they all had issues. And we all do. Uh, and we yeah. all do. Um, and what we did was let us help you uniquely start to understand where are you in the process? What is God saying? What's the step? Uh, relax. Uh, enjoy the journey. Um, and we're happy to help you see something that maybe you don't see. And that's the kind of things that we can do, and we're willing to do it. Uh, right, it can be very specific to you. So, if you got something, you know, feel free to uh, to send it in. Um, and uh, again, on our uh, uh, YouTube, there's comment section or uh, the uh, email questions at afjministry.com. Questions at afjministry.com, um, and you can send it in and be very specific, and we'll get back to you. Uh, and either use it as as an opportunity on air to. Uh, describe something or we'll, we'll just do it personally back to you uh, without even right. being, on, being on air. So uh, we're happy to see it. But as you, as we conclude this series, uh, we're just saying he's going to resolve it. Um, yes. Don't don't stay in worry, fear, and anxiety. Starting out there, it's natural. It's normal. He says, I understand it. That's why you even go to him. It's like, right. hey, I got a problem. Uh, yep, I know. Uh, come to me and bring people with you uh, and let me walk you into it so that quickly you can release uh, worry, fear, and anxiety and your focus, and this is what God says, is I need your focus on following me into the resolution. I can't afford for you to be discouraged. I can't afford for you to go backwards. Don't stay focused on the problem. Or get yep. stuck. Step into what I asked. Is, yeah. you know, step into it. And of course, you know, the, the one story that everybody can relate to is, you know, Peter, you mm -hmm. know, hey, if that's you, Christ, call me to come out to you. He's, yeah, come right. on out. So he's, he, he has the faith to get out of the boat. Mm -hmm. uh, and he starts walking on water. And of course, what happens? What does he? What does he turn from? He's instead of he looking at Jesus. looking at the storm instead of Jesus. Like, uh oh, um, right. this is too much. I'm not supposed to be walking on water, and uh, this ain't gonna work. Mm -hmm. And he sinks. Right. Now, interesting enough, when he sank, what happened? Well, Jesus came in and he picks him up. Yeah, honestly, just like the psalm says, those yeah. who are falling. Yeah, those <laughs> that are falling, I pick him. up. Uh, he grabs him uh, and says, uh, you know, uh, focus on me mm -hmm. and, and learn, trust that, yeah, you just failed because you looked at the circumstance, not right. at me, but uh, let me show you something and, you know, come on. And then and here's a cool part of the story that a lot of people don't, don't appreciate is he walks back to the boat right well, which how? in and of itself is a miracle yeah he how? literally by jesus he's holding jesus hand and jesus walks him back supernaturally he walks him back to the boat and the why how because he he said i'm with you right. yes i am with you um i grab hold of you and you grabbed hold of me and I'm with you, mm -hmm. <laughs> and he had to walk back on the water to get mm -hmm. back to the boat, you know, which is Jesus saying, yeah, just come with me, focus on me, you know, trust me. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, you know, with Peter, 
even through the three years, and he experienced that, the next time he got hit a little struggle, you know, and right. and Jesus said, oh, you have little faith, but stay yeah, with me, stay with funny. me, stay with me. As you share <clears throat> that, I'm reminded um, of an image that God gave me. I had heard a sermon, and they were talking about this this very story, and, um, and in this sermon, the pastor brought up the fact that a lot of times when we picture Jesus and and Peter, you know, when when Peter got his eyes off Jesus and starts to sink, we picture the disappointment of Jesus. Like we think he was so disappointed in Peter. And and as he was talking about this, it, almost like, you know, one of those things where God just takes your heart out of I don't even know what the rest of what he said was, but God really gave me a vision of that's not my father heart. I want right. you to see my father heart. Remember when your children were toddlers? and they took the first step, when they took a step and they stumbled, you didn't look at them in disappointment and condemnation. Instead, you cheered what they did and you picked them up and you encouraged them to take the next step. Because you knew what was ahead when they learned to take the succession of keeping their eyes on you and walking what you had for them. Yeah, yeah. And that was the picture he wanted me to grasp is, I am not sitting in disappointment as you fall. I'm sitting there cheering you on. You took a step, take another one. Let's do this together, eyes on me, because I have so much more ahead of you if you'll follow me. Yeah, yeah, and you and I, you know, we were, we were talking with uh, Justin and Andrea after, the, after we taped them. And you talked about that we have a common interest, bicycling, uh, road, mm-hmm. road, road biking. And I was reminded of, um, you know, think, think Rich, you know, how you became able to ride a bicycle uh, mm-hmm. is that uh, you started out and you couldn't do it. Right. And, 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 and basically your, your, your mom and dad knew you're going to fall. Right. Uh, that's part of learning, and then as you learned it, they, like you said, they weren't discouraged, right, or or upset that you're. They're they they kind of know you're trying. gonna you're gonna fall. <laughs> okay, get up and do it again. Get up and do it yeah. again, and do it this way, and then ultimately, you know, you you learned how to do it so that. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's something that's interesting. Uh, and bicycling, I think, is a is an illustration of that. I'm a I'm a road race biker, so I go fast. Uh, but he's once you. It's just, this is cool. Once you learn how to ride a bike, you never you don't unlearn that. You you never forget <laughs> it. Uh, you got right. it. You have it. You're able to. You you've learned it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what we're trying to say here is, we've learned. Mm-hmm. Yes, you got a problem. Yes, you have an issue. You got something that's burdening you. He says, "Come unto me, and I'll give you rest." Come and learn of me. Take my yoke upon you, and I will give you rest for your soul. I'm going to resolve it to the depth level. Trust me, trust me, trust me. And once you learn it, which is what you and I have done, we've learned it. Do we do we have trouble? Yep. Uh, what do we have to do? we got to go through the same process. But we know he's going to do it, um, and we can trust it, and we've learned how to walk, walk into that. So we encourage everybody to just... You know, go back if you have to through the series and uh, keep remembering. If you're stuck on something, don't get discouraged. Don't say discouraged, but get your sacred assembly around you. Start seeking God and trust what he has to say, and he will He will bring resolution. And he will grow your faith as yep. you go, too. So 
trust that also. Yeah, he even works that side of it. Yeah. Uh, so tomorrow we have uh, another guest uh, coming up, actually uh, Morgan. Yes, uh, a young lady, fun. single mom, single sweet, mom. beautiful story that she yeah. has to share. That's so. going to be a great story. And then we'll do End Times Friday, uh, which we're ending the uh, end of that process, and then we'll, we'll do that uh, continually. But next week, uh, we're going to do a mini-series on abiding just to remind people mm -hmm. of some key elements uh, mm -hmm. and, and it's it's always interesting we, we teach people over and over and over again what it means to abide they do and then uh, they have a few things where uh, you know when you say are you enjoying it and eh, that really oh wait they, a second <laughs> kind of drifted a little bit so we're gonna come mm -hmm. back talk about the drift and how to make sure that you enjoy the abiding Perfect. process which is important about this process and then after that we're gonna get into the covenant uh, and yeah. uh, discuss that. So that'll be fun. So excellent. Uh, Looking forward to let, it. Let us know, people, any comments about this series, and, uh, and we look forward to the next one. Great. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us, everyone, and have a blessed day. Looking forward to yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Amen. We'll see you, see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.